0: Glory to God. Praise God. Father, we're so thankful tonight for your very presence. Lord, we stand here not in our own strength and might, not according to our wisdom and ability, but Lord, we come and we look to you. We come, we we set our eyes upon you. We fix our gaze only on you. From where our help comes from, and you are our help you are our strength you are our, he- our health Lord you are everything and thank you that you are present now in the house that your power is here oh that your love is strong Lord that your spirit is abiding within us and all around us all night long thank you for your favor that is upon us tonight and Lord each one is set free by your spirit by your might we yield ourselves to you It's vessels that you can use. And thank you, thank you, thank you. That Jesus will be glorified. That the name of the Lord will be lifted on high. That all might believe and receive from you today. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. The Lord is good. Amen. Say it out loud. The Lord is good. His mercy, His mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, give your neighbor a, a holy high five before you're seated here tonight. Amen. Amen. Not one of those normal ones. Don't give them a normal one. Only a holy one. Praise God. The Lord is good. Good evening, y'all. How's everybody tonight? I trust you come with your expectation high and a confidence in God that He can and will do exactly what He said He would do. Is that true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can get God's word on it, you are set. You are set. Jesus said, heaven and earth. Will pass away, but what? My word will never pass away. So if you can get God's word on it, you're good. You're good. Doesn't matter what anyone else says, doesn't matter what anyone else does, doesn't matter what a doctor's report might be or what your feelings tell you. Doesn't matter if you get a word from God. Done. You are set. Come on. You can put it in the bank. He is good to back his word. Scripture says he watches over his word to perform it. Amen. He's here to bring it to pass in your life today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking for someone who will who will acknowledge him, who will say, Yes, that's your word, Lord. I received that. That's for me. I take that now. Just looking for someone who will take him up on a really good offer. And he's there. He's here ready to say, There you go, man. There you go. Let's, let, let's go ahead and see that 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 take place in your life right here right now. Praise God. Well, uh, we're having a healing meeting tonight. If you didn't know, uh, if you did, good, good, good. Then you've come expecting already uh, God to do something in in your life or maybe in someone's life that you brought or, uh, or something of that nature. And if you can re- come ready for that, good, good, good. You're probably all already expecting and and ready uh you might want to just skip the message and just let's get this done but uh in case there's there are those who are not quite on the edge of their seat as you are and not quite at that level i want to help bring everyone up to a a level of reception Alright? Doesn't matter if you came in a little bit low, came in feeling discouraged, came in not quite sure. In just a few minutes, you can rise from that place, come into a place of confidence and surety, knowing that God can and that God will do exactly what He said. Amen. And so I want to give you something to respond to. How many know that your response to the message will determine what happens next. Everybody with me? All right. We can respond the right way. We can respond the wrong way. But our response will determine what happens next. Now, good news is everyone can be healed today. When I say today, now I'm not talking today, yeah, this time of life. I'm talking today, here, in this service. Every single person, 100% can be healed here today. Everybody with me? Okay. You can be restored to perfect health. You can get mobility back. You can even have things fixed that you were born with. Things that you've lacked your whole life. Things that are missing. Things that are supposed to be working and they're not. Every single thing can be fixed right here, right now, in this service. All right, let's go over to Luke chapter 5. Luke, the fifth chapter. Let me share with you these things that the Lord gave me, put on my heart to say to you tonight. And it will be sufficient. How many know if you just if you just believe one word from God that that there 's enough power in one word to fix every problem, every situation, and yet we 'll read multiple words just to go over the top I mean just there 'll be so mu- there 'll be so much healing available in just a few minutes that uh, that all you 'll need is a splash just. Pshh you know we'll just hardly move and, and and healing will start manifesting in people's lives it'll be like oh i didn't even try to do that yet and there you go there you go all of a sudden your eyes work i mean we'll just hardly just hardly hardly move at all hardly do a thing barely be able to get the words out and and just like that healing will manifest in bodies just like that that easy i remember one time i was i was in a in a service and I was with the the what we call altar workers or prayer partners those that minister to those who receive the Lord for salvation and sometimes those who receive the Holy Spirit uh, in this type of situation and I was in this uh, I was in this room and there were people there that that were had just received the Lord some of them had just rededicated their lives to the Lord and 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 they were about to be filled with the spirit according to Acts chapter two and verse four remember it said they were all filled with the Holy Spirit began to speak with other tongues the Spirit gave them utterance, And I remember walking up to the first guy. I was just about to put my hands on him and pray for him. And before I could even get my hands upon him, the power of God went so strong and so fast right into him uh, and I felt it leave my, I felt it leave my hands. And before I even got my hands on him, I thought I was not even fair. I didn't even get a chance to fully do this yet. And this guy is filled with the Spirit instantly speaking in a heavenly language. I just like the presence of God. The glory of God that's available to all of us. And the healer who is present here right now he's just looking for an opportunity for us to go oops i bumped into someone and they got healed i mean in the book of acts it happened with peter he would walk by at times and his shadow got people healed i mean a shadow that's sh- that tells you that there is power in the presence of god i mean because we're instructed to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover not lay our shadow on the sick and they'll recover but you can see that god is so big sometimes he's sometimes hard to contain within your hands and if you get even close to someone, anyone who's full of the Spirit, he's bigger than you. Come on, he'll he'll reach out beyond the the, the contents uh, or the 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 framework of your physical body and move out beyond that and touch people that that, that you wouldn't even weren't even uh, trying to. I remember hearing recently about a man of God years ago, and 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 he said this happened on many occasions in in his life that he would get places because he's one who fellowshiped with the Lord and spent much time thinking about the Lord always in the word and in prayer he just had a wonderful relationship with God but at times he would get around people and not say a word to him he'd be in like a place where there's a like a car uh, in this situation like a train uh, like people would be around him without him saying a word people would speak up to him and say you convict me of sin I mean, he didn't say one thing about it, but they realized just by the presence of God in his life that they needed to get right with God, and they would start calling on the Lord to be saved. I tell you what, God is so strong and so so big, but also so merciful and kind, he's wanting and looking for an opportunity to show himself strong. All right? He couldn't wait for you to get here tonight so you could receive of his presence of His power and might. Luke chapter 5, let's try to do this again. Verse 17, Now it happened on a certain day as He was teaching, that's that's Jesus of course, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Where was the power? Present, it was there. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Likewise, it is here in this place tonight. The power of the Lord is present to heal. Verse 18, Then behold... Men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. Alright, how many understand It's, it's, it's good to believe... It's a good thing for an individual to have faith in God, to have faith in what God has promised and what He said. You know, sometimes it's also helpful to have friends that believe. you know that's true? Especially if you're the one that's under attack or you're the one going through the struggle. It is a good idea to surround yourself with like, believers of like faith. All right, not those who are just going to tell you how bad it is, not those who are going to give you a list of specialists in the area, but those who are going to believe God with you, those who are going to look you in the eye and say, You know what, this trouble that's come upon you, you're not alone. I am going to believe with you. We are going to get this thing off of you, we're going to get the answer from the Lord. In fact, there's a healing meeting going on in town, and I don't care what you feel like, I don't care if this is inconvenient or this is uncomfortable, we're going. Come on, who has friends like that? I mean, who who has who has a friend that would probably maybe even override what you want to do? Because if you don't feel good, you don't feel good. You don't want to go anywhere or do anything. But faith in God will cause you to do what's not necessarily uh, considered intelligent, <laughs> and and you know and and uh, and common sense by the average person. But this guy was in a tough situation. He believed something, and he had friends that believe with him. If all your friends are unbelievers, come on now, don't cut them out of your life because they need the Lord that you have. But you need to you need to have some key people in your life that are believers. When I say believers, not just those who are saved; those that believe God, that have a relationship with God where it's real and it's alive, and they see results in in response to their believing. Everybody with me tonight? All right, he had some good faith friends. Verse 20, it reads, When he saw their faith, and again, notice the language there, it didn't just say when he saw his faith. That was common in the ministry of Jesus. He would identify an individual who believed, but in this case, he identified the whole group. Huh? He identified the whole group. Because I imagine if any of them were not on board with this, first of all, they would have tried to talk the the believing sick guy out of getting out of the house, saying, hey, it's dangerous. You know, your doctor said you need to lay down, you need to stay put, you need to be here for a while. If any of if any of them were unbelievers, they probably wouldn't have taken him out of the house. Right? Even if he'd have said, I'm going. But well, the guy's paralyzed. How are you getting there? And uh, and so they would have talked him out of it when they got to the meeting, and they saw, man, this place is packed. This there's no room. We can't even get in. They'll say it must not have been God's will, otherwise, you know, uh, otherwise it wouldn't have worked out this way. Uh, it just must be the plan. I mean, you know, God can heal you anywhere. God can heal you at home. They would have told him, right? <laughs> I mean, that almost sounds good. Some of you said, "Amen," by accident, I think. <laughs> I mean, because we know that's true. Isn't God everywhere? And the reality is, can He heal someone anywhere? Yeah, yeah. But people need to take a step of faith. And if there is a if there is a present power available, if there is someone around that knows how to access the power of God, and you're not presently experiencing that power, it's a good idea to step up to the plate and do something out of sit there and say, "Well, God's everywhere." And when he gets around to it, I guess he'll do it. You'll be saying that till you go to heaven. There must be action. There must be a step of faith to go and take hold of and lay hold of and get what the Lord has for us. And again, so, you know, they may have talked him out of it, said, hey, it's full. We're not getting in here. Let's just come back another day or let's just do something else. Obviously, God didn't want us to be here and do it this way. But no, they weren't that kind of people, were they? They were the kind that would press on. They were the kind that would press through and say, hey, these houses really aren't made that well. (laughs) Um, And I saw a way around back. I think we could get up top and I bet you we could pull apart the roof. How many know if there's any if there's any question about what they're doing doing someone's going to object. I mean, people have excuses that have almost no merit at all these days. Well, you know, it's cold out, so let's not go. Fine, don't go. Stay paralyzed, huh? <laughs> I mean people do that all that do that kind of stuff all day long with the things of God just the slightest inconvenience the slightest disruption of a schedule and ah we'll do it another time well that kind of attitude doesn't see the results that that this guy got that kind of that kind of attitude does not connect with God like he wants us to it's this, it's this attitude where bless God uh, there's there's a healer in this house, and I'm going to get in there and get what God what God has for me, and nothing is going to stop me, even if I have to tear apart the stinking roof. And so they get up there and they tear it apart, and uh, and of course drop him before the Lord Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, "Man, your sins are forgiven you." Uh, y- yeah, but Jesus, I'm really here for healing. I mean, thanks, you know, for the pardon and everything, but I'm here for healing. Well, why would Jesus talk about his sins? How many understand that oftentimes people have problems, even physical conditions, because of things they did that that thing is directly related to? And other times, they have problems in their body or things remain a constant in them because of the belief that they are undeserving, that they, are, they, they, have, they live with guilt and shame. And they say, I don't deserve God to heal me. He wouldn't heal me. I don't deserve any of that. And, and so this is why Jesus cuts right to the heart of this. This may have been one of the reasons this guy was in this position. And so what does he do? Did he, did he try to encourage him and say, oh, you know, everybody fails now and then? Did he put him on a curve, try to compare him to the rest of the world and say, ah, you're not that bad compared to everyone else? No, not a good idea, by the way. No, no. What did he do? He didn't make excuse for any sin that was present or that this guy had in his life or that he had committed in the past. What did he do? He just forgave him. And how many know forgiveness of sin in many people? Just that very acknowledgement and the problem has lost its grip already because it was holding on through condemnation and guilt and feelings of I deserve this and this is my fault and there's something wrong and all that kind of stuff. So Jesus just cleared the air real quick. He said, by the way, guy, your sins are forgiven. Can we say that today? Good news. Good news. Good news, if you feel like a rascal, if you feel like you've messed up and blown it and sinned and come short of the glory of God and you deserve your problems and it's there for your own uh, for your own doing. Good news, I don't, I don't need to argue with you or talk you out of any of that kind of stuff. I can just say this, your sins are forgiven you in Jesus. He already shed his blood. It's already done. It's already taken care of. No, let that no longer be an issue. Someone said, well, I've drunk myself into a, into all kinds of physical problems. I, I keep drinking, and that's why I'm in the condition I'm in. Fine. I'm not going to argue with you. Might be true. Might be true. But I do have good news. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. Now come get healed. Yeah. you say that easy? Absolutely that easy. Say, don't I need a program? This is the program. Forgiven. Healed. Just like that. And then go tell everyone that Jesus did it for you. Yeah, yeah. Be a living testimony the rest of your life. Praise God. And so he 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 said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. The scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your heart? Which is easier. To say your sins are forgiven you, or to say rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, "I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house." How I many know? Just a side note: which is easier, forgiveness or healing? All right, I've done whole teachings on that. Which is e- which is easier? The reality is, from God's perspective, the same. The same. Why? Jesus dealt with sin sin and sickness at the exact same time. When He was brutalized for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. When the chastisement of our peace was placed upon Him. By His stripes we are healed. It all happened at the same time. Forgiveness of sins and the healing of our bodies. So he told him to arise, go to his house, verse 25, immediately. Everybody say immediately. He rose up before them, took, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. That's how we go out of here tonight. Glorifying God. And they were all amazed. And they, uh, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Strange things. You know, a lot of times people are looking for an excuse to remain the way way they are instead of looking for an opportunity to rise up and be well. Don't look for an excuse. The Pharisees were, "Ah, sins, you can't forgive sins. All looking for a reason for things to stay the same. I say, let's not look for an excuse for that. Let's look for a reason for God to be real in us. For Him to be alive and strong in our lives, in our bodies, in our minds, in everything that we have to do with. It it is the Lord who wants to show Himself strong. Healing was strange to them. He said, we've seen strange things today. What's that? The paralyzed guy got healed. Why is that strange? Well, it was strange to them simply because of their unbelief. That's not strange to us around here. It's not strange at all to see someone healed. It's, it's, it's normal everyday business. It's just we're Christians. God is real. Sickness is, is is weak. The devil is defeated. Healings happen every day around here. What's the big deal? But to them it's like, whoa, did you see that? <gasps> wow, that's weird. You know what I would think? And I, and I know a lot of you are right, right with me in this. What if... What if we uh, uh, ministered healing to the sick and nothing happened? That would be really weird. I mean, that would be the most bizarre thing. I mean, could you imagine that? Why did it get so quiet in here? I hope that unbelief didn't affect any of us. They thought it was strange. They thought it was a strange thing when someone got healed. This is God's perspective. This is the right mentality. It would be, man, that would be totally weird. (laughs) I mean, we'd be talking about it all night long probably if someone didn't get healed. Because that's abnormal for the child of God. That's out of the ordinary for the one who believes. For the one who knows their God and they are strong and do exploits. Come on, there is a norm for the believer today. There is a norm for the God-possessed human being today, and that is God shows up on the scene. He makes wrong things right and makes crooked things straight. He takes impossible situations and turns them around and and sets our feet on solid ground. Amen. That's the norm for the believer. It's it's, It's the norm for our God who loves us and fills us and has given His life for us. Yeah, I don't know about you. I'm having fun already power of the Lord is present. Amen. I look up that word strange today. It comes from the Greek word paradoxos. (laughs) You know, paradox. And uh, it means contrary to expectation. It it, it, it means extraordinary or extraordinary. Not Not ordinary. Beyond that, they said, this is like not normal here. As they left, and they saw that guy. They said, this is not normal. This is a this is, uh, this is is not what we expected. We thought we were just coming to church to hear a nice little sermon. We thought, I heard Jesus was a great teacher and he taught with authority. I thought I was just going to hear a little bit from the Lord Jesus today. And all of a sudden, this paralyzed guy comes down from the roof. <laughs> and he lands in the midst and he gets up and takes his bed and walks home. This is weird. This is a paradox. This is not what I expected. That's because of their unbelief. I think believers need to sh- step up today. All of us, we need to not be okay with no results. I mean, absolutely resist it. I wouldn't go to a church that didn't a church on any kind of regular basis that didn't see the power of God. I wouldn't do it. I'm talking. I'm a pastor, so I'm not really choosing. I'm just saying if I were just you know cut loose and <laughs> and I was free. <laughs> No, I'm free. <laughs> Doing exactly what I want to do. But if I were, you know, if I were looking for a church and, and, and I went there for a little bit and no one got healed, there wasn't any power on display, I didn't see people get set free by God's power, uh, I would not continue there. I would not continue there. Even I wouldn't question their salvation, wouldn't need to stand in judgment of, any of anyone's eternity there. I would just find somewhere where they knew God enough to where He would show up and bring help in these kind of areas, it would have to look like the ministry of Jesus. If you don't agree with that, then I don't, I, that's just what I think. All right, you can believe whatever you want to believe. I think we need. I think Christians today, believers today, maybe you're not even a Christian yet, uh, but if, I think we ought to have a higher expectation for someone who says they have a relationship with God. Someone who says God is real and I'm going to give him my money and I'm going to lift my hands and I'm going to change and alter my lifestyle as a result of his presence, there better be a difference in my life than from when I didn't believe in him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so he went on, uh, they went on to say, of course, again, we've seen some strange things today, but this wasn't what they were expecting. Now, there was one guy and his friends they were expecting. I don't think they went out of there saying, wow, that was strange. They went out of there saying, I knew that would happen. That's exactly the way I knew it would go down. Didn't know we'd have to get on the roof. Didn't know we'd have to do that kind of stuff. But I knew if we could get this guy before the feet of Jesus, that he's walking home. Come on now, and there's something about the person that says this is the way it's going to be. This is the way I'm going to have it. It's not going to be any other way. They lay hold of and tap into the power of God. I remember years ago, kind of a little bit off subject, but I had this attitude in my heart because I was I went to a service one time and I got I was found myself in front receiving prayer to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and I kind of a little bit got tricked go going down there I felt but nevertheless I wanted these things and they prayed over people to receive the holy spirit like was mentioned earlier in Acts 2:4 and and people received the holy spirit and they spoke in a heavenly language and I stood there and watched them as nothing happened to me and I, f- I asked questions after that and I said why isn't this going on in my life I was expecting you know something to happen to me and nothing happened to me and they told me what my part was they said you need to yield you need to respond to the moving of the spirit you need to st- take a step of faith I said okay I've got it that's what I'm going to do next opportunity I went I had, I had in that situation I went in that church and I went down and they prayed for me and I determined ahead of time when I go up there this is what's going to happen Happen. i'm going to receive i'm going to be filled and i'm going to speak and you know what happened i went up there i received and i spoke and there is something about the heart of a person whatever it is whether it's the holy spirit whether it is a healing from God who who gets settled on the inside and they say this is what's going to happen i'm just not going to have it any other way if anybody is in my way they're going to have to get out of my way because i'm going to lay hold of and i'm going to get out i'm going to go out of here healed I tell you what, if you have that heart and that attitude and you're convinced to that degree that you will make that commitment and say it that way, there's no one in this place that can stop it. There is no devil in hell that can keep you away from it. I tell you what, God is already in your lap. He's already working with you. By that response, I can see Him. And so, again, in this passage, the very first verse we read... It said who was there, it said who came to the meeting, and remember the Bible said in verse 17, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Did you ever notice that word, them? The power of the Lord was not present to heal him, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But it's interesting that only him got healed. The power of the Lord was present to heal them, but him got healed. The power of the Lord was present to heal them, but just Him got healed. The power of the Lord is present here now tonight to heal them. (laughs) Y'all. To say it in Southern. The power of the Lord is present to heal anyone in that building, anyone in this place, who has a need. But obviously... Uh, we have a right to say, oh, no, uh, you're kind of extreme tonight. Kind of going out there, making some outlandish statements. Or, see, that's looking for an excuse to stay the way we are. Or we can be like these guys and say, bless God, the power is present. I'm getting mine. Bless God, the power is present to heal them. You know what? There's more than enough power to heal everybody of everything that's wrong. Just like that. More than enough. There'll be surplus. There'll be extra power. When we walk out, it'll still be here. (laughs) Because we serve a limitless God. He is infinite in mercy. And He is infinite in power and demonstration. And there is absolutely no lack of any good thing that He wants us to have. Now, let me finish up with this before we pray, before we minister and, uh, and, and, and watch God be on display here tonight. We don't have to help God. You know, there's a common, a common uh, saying around, sometimes around church circles, it goes like this, God helps those who help themselves. Uh, just a newsflash, that's not a Bible verse, okay? And when it comes to our healing, when it comes to receiving anything that God gives us, we do not need to help. He is not looking for your, you need his help, he doesn't need your help. (laughs) We are looking to him as the healer, but he is not looking for us, looking to us to help him along. Almost like, almost like he's kind of crippled and we're kind of, come on God, let's, come on, let's, let let me help you out here. What, What do I mean by that? It's frequent in, in meetings like this where... Where people get very focused on themselves instead of the Lord. What do I mean focused on themselves? They're all they're thinking about my faith. Is my faith strong? Forget about your faith. See Jesus. They're they're focused on is my prayer right? Is my do I have the right prayer, the perfect prayer? Forget about your prayer, see Jesus. He's the healer that's in the house tonight forget about you in every way forget about you only see him don't think about whether you're good enough strong enough prayer and no, no no not about that not about that not about that at all we don't want to try to help God sometimes this is this is manifest I, I've had it a number of times that I'm, I'm ministering healing to someone and in the middle of it they're praying in tongues 100 miles an hour It's like, what are you doing? You trying to help God here? No, watch. Relax. He's the healer. Or they're, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. No, 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 no. Chill. I'm not saying you have a wrong heart. You don't want to give... No, no, don't try to help him, though. Why? Because you're not the healer. If you could have done it by your spiritual activity... Or how many times you can praise Him and, you know, in 15 seconds of time. That have already been done. We're here to receive a gift that is freely given to all. A gift that Jesus suffered and died for. He paid the price on the cross that we might be saved, that we might be healed in our body. There's nothing I can do to add to or take away from that fact. Nothing I have done in my life, nothing I can do, will make healing stronger, will make it more. It just is. It's a finished thing. It's an accomplished fact. It is ever-present in the world today, just like forgiveness. So nothing I do is going to help Him. No amount of effort on our part is going to increase the healing. It has already been given it is our present tense possession. Now, the laying on of hands, all that is, that's there to manifest that healing. And instantly, when hands are laid upon a sick person, instantly, there it is. There's got, not because we're trying hard, not because we're worked up and we're in a frenzy. And <laughs> no, we are just simply resting, relaxing in the fact that. That God is our healer and here He is. And healing is a gift. Nothing else we need to add to it. We're not going to wait for a manifestation. That is the manifestation. It's right there. It's right now. It just is. We don't pray now. We don't believe now. And then sometime later, in the sweet by and by, hopefully something will happen. No, no, no. We'll just do it all right now. This is really potent stuff. It really is. It, it is It is not watered down at all. It just goes right to the problem and whoop, It's gone. It's gone. So what do I do? Just act healed. What do healed people do? Do that. Huh? That's what we do. Amen. And not not because we're trying to. No, we just do. Because it's done. Amen. Father, we're so thankful tonight for you. We give you glory and praise. We magnify your name. Thank you for your mercy. It endures forever. Thank you for the work of the cross. <laughs> Thank you for the presence of the healer today. Holy Spirit, you're here. You're everywhere in here. You surround us and you fill us. Lord, we're saturated by you. We're saturated by you. And Lord, we receive of you now. We're not adding anything to what Jesus already did. No work of righteousness, no effort on our part. We just simply believe that it is because it is and we thank you that it's done. I thank you for your presence and the work that has already begun in bodies tonight. We thank you for the freedom. We thank you for the victory. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And all the honor. Thank you, Lord, for your power and your presence. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Well, the Lord is good. Thank you, Lord.